Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Um, welcome this morning. I know that um, for many, Mother's Day is not an easy day, and um, yeah, I'm glad that you could be here with us. And um, I'm not going to actually be speaking about um, mothering in particular. Um, I'm just going to bring something of a devotion, really, that God's put on my heart. Um, it's going to be a bit of a shorter message rather than a full sermon, and then um, we're going to have an extended time of worship to just be able to respond, which um, I'm really excited about. Um, and I think also, you know, the last 12 weeks or so, we've been in the series of Ephesians. Um, it's been really um, amazing. I've loved all the teaching. We've had so much to just absorb and to apply in our lives. Um, and I feel a bit like we're just going to breathe out today. And it's been um, quite intense. And so we're just going to have a time to just rest in Jesus today and just come and um, be in his presence. Um, I know I've been so challenged by so many things that I'm still processing actually as we've gone through the word of God and you know the word of God you know you want to be like the wise man who hears the word of God and then applies it to his life and so there's that sense of you don't want to rush through too many things and then you aren't able to apply and actually be changed by what God's doing in your life. Um, so the amazing thing about being a Christian I think is that the moment we are saved the absolute moment we are saved everything in God is ours. And that's an incredible truth. All of his love, the depth of our relationship with him, has no limits from the day that we are saved. We don't need to earn our way to be close to him. And it's available immediately. I mean, that's just an incredible truth. And it's so different to how the world works in so many ways, actually, with all... Um, the way we process things in life, you know, you kind of earn your way up and you you know, kind of get into a place um, of closeness with people through, um, you know, achieving certain goals and, you know, a certain amount of time that you've known them. And But in God, everything is ours from the moment that um, we come to know him. And I think that's incredible. And I find, you know, our relationship with God can sometimes be quite functional. And our prayers can become like shopping lists. And we can come to God... Um, sometimes like our children do, I was actually looking back through some of my text messages and um, a lot of the messages that I get from my children are things like, hey mama, what's for dinner? <laughs> I'm starving, <laughs> is there dinner tonight? <laughs> and I kind of look back in them and a lot of them are those kind of things, you know, I'm, I'm going to be home for dinner, I'm not going to be home for dinner. It seems like a lot of it's about the food. <laughs> um, but, you know, if that, that was the only way that I related with my children. If Some of my messages with Mike as well, they look very similar to that. Where are you? What time are you going to be home? I'm on my way. Five minutes. There are no emojis. There's no lots of love. There's no anything. It's just like the, the fact just comes through. Um, if those were the ways that we maintained our relationships in life, there wouldn't be very deep relationships at all with that. And I'm very thankful that my children, my husband, my friends, there's so much more to our relationships than those quick little just get the message across. I'm running late, five minutes, be there soon. Um, so you can't sustain a meaningful relationship if that's the way that you're relating to people on earth. And you definitely can't if that's the way that you're sustaining your relationship with God. And actually, um, on... 
Friday morning when we were praying as women in our prayer meeting, we started to pray along these lines, actually. Um, you didn't know that actually that was part of what I was going to talk about this morning, but it was just that sense of, I think, God stirring many of us for more, actually, in God, and that we don't want to um, have a relationship that is just functional at all with our Father. And every communication pleases Him because, you know, I love it if... Mike, my children, just send a once-off one-liner because I think they're thinking of me in the moment, you know, and so it pleases me. It's not that it doesn't please me, but I'm so glad that there's so much more. And the same with God, you know, every time we reach out to Him, it pleases Him because we're communicating with Him and it pleases Him, but He's challenging us, I think, this morning that there's so much more than that. He wants a deeper personal relationship with us. He wants to draw us in. And I just love this verse in Psalm 42 where it says, Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All of your waves and breakers have swept over me. And that deep to deep um, has really just sat with me. And I'm just thinking, you know, our deepest desire and longing to be loved, which is created in us by God, is met in God's deepest desire and longing to meet with us. And so there's that sense of that deep calls to deep. We have an absolute desire for that depth in relationships, and he has that desire to have that depth of relationship with us. Often we look for those um, relationships and the depth of those relationships to be met by um, people in our lives. So we look for um, that depth, you know, in our husbands, in our wives, in our parents, in our friends, in our children. Um, And even as Christians, we can know that we are entitled and that everything in God is ours. But yet we look for that depth and that relationship in other people. And we're not actually looking for it in God. And it's actually a trap that we, you know, we fall into. And I think, you know, I'm talking to to all of us here. So those who don't know Jesus, it's true. They don't know the fullness of what they can have in God. And then those of us who know Jesus, we also fall into that trap. And we often don't actually step into all that God has for us. And he really wants to be the one that um, meets every desire and every need in us. He's the one. He wants us us to run to him and us to seek him first before we seek out that um, fulfillment in the relationships around us. And I just love this analogy that Jesus shares in Matthew, and um, it's been sitting with me for a few months. And um, when I, uh, Mike asked me um, about sharing today, he actually was quite clever. So <laughs> Mother's Day, you might be wondering how come I'm up here on Mother's Day, and um, I have to say it's actually God (laughs) because um, there'd been a suggestion in the leadership team that maybe I should do this morning and Mike didn't say a word. There was nothing in our home happening at all. The long time went, he didn't say a word. And um, then he came to me um, a few weeks ago and said, he didn't say, would you like to speak on Mother's Day? He said, has God given you anything um, for Mother's Day? And so at that point, I could have lied and said, no, he hasn't. But I really feel like this scripture has just been sitting with me. And um, this is what I felt God wanted me to bring this morning. Um, And it's where in Matthew, Jesus describes himself as a mother hen. He is weeping over Jerusalem, as he says in Matthew 23, verse 37. He says, 
How often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings? And in the message it says, How often have I ached to embrace? And I've really meditated on these words, thought about them a lot, um, thought about this picture a lot um, of Jesus um, giving a simile, an analogy of himself as a mother hen gathering his children under his wings. And the things that come to mind as I think of this picture are words like soft, cozy, comforting, safe, dry, warm, sheltered, nurturing, rest, inviting. I don't know what words come to mind when you think of that picture, but it's just a, it's a beautiful picture of um, being um, embraced in a place that you would just want to be safe in. And um, I had a little research about mother hens because I don't really know much about chickens like you do, Helen. <laughs> chickens and hens, I've never really had much to do with them at all, and I feel like I'm learning a lot about them in the years. Um, and mother hens, you know, they open their wings when there's danger and they want their chicks to come. So they open their wings and they cluck, the special clucking call. And then their chicks, who are completely dependent on them, totally defenseless, actually come running in response to the call and they run under her wings. And the mother hen, she'll protect at all cost against all the elements, fire, rain, hail, storms, wild animals. Jesus used this analogy because there were often eagles that would steal the chicks um, in those times where they were living. So, you know, he likes to use analogies that people could relate to. Um, and I heard a story as I was doing a little bit of research of a farmer who had um, chickens and they had a terrible fire. And um, he went to go inspect the, the chicken coop and that after the fire. And um, he saw this like ball kind of burnt and he didn't quite know what it was and he flipped it over and it was actually a mother hen and as he flipped it over these little chicks actually were still alive and actually came out from underneath um this the wings and there was just this sense of um yeah this mother hen she would do anything for her chicks and it's a sacrificial love, actually, sacrificial. It might even cost her her life, but she would do anything. And this analogy of Jesus and um, gathering his chicks on his wings, it goes further because it actually takes then on Jesus goes to the cross. And so his love is actually sacrificial. Um, and the love expressed here is one of such tenderness and mercy um, it's a lament, actually, of love and mercy as Jesus cries over Jerusalem, wanting to draw um, Jerusalem close. Per Spurgeon, he says, What a picture of pity and disappointed love the king's face must have, must have presented when, flowing with tears, he uttered these words. And you just get the heart of the Father in that, his desire to embrace and draw us close and to love us. All, all of us, you know, those who don't know him, he's lamenting like that. Those, those who know him, he wants to draw us closer. He's saying, it's not, you're not actually as close as I would like you to be. He gathers us to himself. And Psalm 91 says, he will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings, you may seek refuge. Jesus is willing 
but so much more than willing, he initiates. Jesus initiates, the hen clucks and the chicks come. The hen waits and the chicks come to her. And you know, he loved us first and he calls us to this relationship of closeness. He draws us to himself. And, you know, we look at John 3.16 that says, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only son. That picture of he loved us first is just such a beautiful picture. And so we come today sitting here in the presence of our king, knowing that he loved us first. And he, his desire for you this morning is to draw closer so it's a challenge, really, to each of you here, to me. Um, we were so challenged on Friday morning again, weren't we? And just that sense of knowing that Jesus has offered us everything, everything. And all he wants is for us to turn and to find our refuge in him, in the shadow of his wings, where we belong. That's where we belong, in the shadow of his wings. All of us. No matter where we are in our journey, this applies to us. So for those who don't know Jesus this morning, for those who've known him just a short time, and for those who've known him for many, many years, I've been a Christian since I was five, many, many years, and he chooses, he calls us to come and to say, you know, he wants to draw us in, he wants to draw us deeper, he wants to... Be the one that we find the fulfillment of our relationship in him first before we find that fulfillment in the people around us. And yes, he's given us people around us to love and to enjoy doing life with husbands, wives, children, parents, friends. And I'm so blessed for everyone in my life. But actually, the deep desire of love that I need is actually to be met in him. And you know... Um, the Lord's Prayer, where it says, um, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the will of the Father, that we would be in deep relationship with him. And actually, one day when we're in eternity with him, and I can't wait, I get homesick for heaven, I talk about it all the time. Um, my children tell me I have to stop. I can't wait for that day when I'm in his presence permanently, all the time, not distracted by the things of this life. I will be in that deep, close relationship always. But actually, his desire is that his kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. And so that desire is for us to have that relationship with him now. That we can have it now. We don't have to wait until we get there. He says, you know, that everything, every spiritual blessing has been given to us. We learned about that in Ephesians chapter 1, that chapter, you can go back to it again. Everything has been given to us, and it's his desire that we would experience heaven on earth. Actually, that is his desire. So uh, that's actually the end. That is as much as I've got to say. I feel like it's simple and profound all mixed together. Um, I just wonder if you just want to stand, if the band wants to come. And we're just going to have an opportunity just to respond to God this morning, um, to lay the burdens that we're carrying at his feet, to allow him to be the one who comes and meets with us this morning. Um, to giving our, give him our hearts afresh this morning. Um, so I just want to pray, and then Kate um, and Helen, if you want to take us in worship. So Jesus, I just thank you that you want us to know you more. 
I thank you, Jesus, that you're continuously calling me to draw deeper and to come closer. I thank you, Jesus, that you don't ask me to do this on my own, but you say you carry me on eagle's wings and you bring me to yourself. I thank you, Lord, that you are the one, Holy Spirit, that comes and lifts us up and draws us closer. You take us in deeper. It's not about working and striving. It's about resting in you and saying, Jesus, here I am. Here I am. And so we say this morning, Jesus, here we are. We're yours. We give our lives afresh to you this morning. We give you our days, our weeks, our circumstances, the things that we're challenged with, the things we're struggling with, pain that we're carrying. I pray, Lord, that you would just come now and that you would meet with us. Let us know your touch again this morning. 